Hello everyone, welcome back to the Bible Study Bros. I am here, my name is Joshua. My name is Abdul. My name is Felix. And uh, yeah, it's been uh, about a week since the last Bible study. Could be more. Yeah, could be a week or two. Yeah. Um, so we're getting back into this now. I believe we left off at Matthew 10, so now we're going to start with Matthew 11. Mm-hmm. And uh, like usual, we're going to start with a prayer and get right into this. Yeah. It's been an interesting week, though, since the last one. I feel like I really need this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's been too long since we... Uh, Got to know more about God on this level. So yeah, much needed Bible study. Thank you for tuning in. Let's start with the prayer. I'm praying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us here today and giving us this time to understand your word. Um, yeah, we understand it. it's been a while and um, we just want to come back to knowing you more and we want to keep our uh, we want to be focused on uh, on you more often and we just ask for uh, wisdom and revelation as we read and we ask that you fill this space with your uh, Holy Spirit and uh, we uh, we just try to bring that Holy Spirit everywhere we go Amen. 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 All right. Jesus and John the Baptist. All right, this is just one long passage. Okay. After Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in the towns of Galilee. When John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are clean, are cleansed. The deaf hear, the dead are raised and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. Hmm. It's pretty bold. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, did you go out to see? Uh, What did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No. Those who wear fine clothes are in kings' palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet who, 
Whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence and violent people have been raiding it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who was to come. Hmm. Whoever has ears, let them hear. To what can I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling out to others. We played the pipe for you, and you did not dance. We sang and dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by her deeds. Hmm. Wow. That's a long message, Jesus. There's so much to that. I'm confused about, like, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence. So they're, like, implying that the kingdom of heaven is, like, down, is, like, on earth, and there's, like, violent people wrecking it. Or, like, are they talking about something spiritual? Yeah, maybe. I don't know, when they say, like, may your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There's definitely a kingdom that's in heaven. Mm-hmm. And we don't really know about it, right? Because we're not there. Mm-hmm. So, this is the first time where Jesus talks about John, right? Mm-hmm. And They're cousins. That's so crazy because he, uh, he just proclaims that he's more than a prophet. And a lot of people probably think that he's just a prophet, right? Mm. Yeah. And then he goes on and says, this is about the guy who was written. I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. That's uh, crazy. It's crazy how he's like, Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. He's like saying he's like the best mm-hmm. on the planet. It's like he's above all the other prophets and mm-hmm. wow, all the people that they look up to before. Uh-huh. He's saying before that him. he's made in the image of Elijah. Yeah. Yeah, it was always been prophesied that Elijah would come back because he didn't die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got taken into heaven, and he came back as John the Baptist. Wow. Yeah, and it's crazy. You don't even crazy. Even like, um, I don't think they explain John the Baptist's birth in in Matthew, but uh, 
He was born out of a virgin. No, not a virgin. Uh, he was born um, out of like an angel. Mm-hmm. Like an angel like went to John's parents. Elizabeth? Yeah. And they said that your son will be coming in the form of Elijah. <laughs> oh, they said that? Yeah, they said that. And she, did she give she didn't, she gave birth to him? She gave birth to John the Baptist. So she the angel just came to her telling her. Yeah, that. before like she became pregnant. Mm-hmm. Now, for all those like new Christians and listeners out there who don't know who Elijah is, who is Elijah? He was a prophet um, in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like carried away. He didn't die. He was carried away on like a fiery chariot. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he was known as someone who was. Very, very true to the word of God, and yeah, didn't yeah. Elijah did also struggle though? Yeah, oh yeah, they all like all the prophets have struggled. He like struggled with like uh, suicide, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he wanted to kill himself, and then he found another guy, Elisha, who was yeah, he was like he was able to save him. Yeah, and realized that was his purpose of going uh-huh. through that dark time in his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he could help someone else get out of their dark time. Yeah, he was a very powerful prophet. He did like a bunch of um, uh, miracles and stuff. Like he brought like fire down from heaven and stuff. Yeah. And uh, he split like the sea with his cloak. He split he the did. sea as well. I don't know if it was a sea or it was just like a body of water. But yeah, he split. Wow. Something. Mm-hmm. So Moses is someone else who did that, right? Yeah. Split the sea. But yeah, very powerful people. Just like proclaiming God and using like miracles to prove his power. So he's like uh, one of the fathers of like the, the, the faith of that time of Jesus. And then now they're saying that he came back as John the Baptist. Yeah, but not all the people believed that yeah that's why he was like killed Mm. so Jesus is talking to one of John's disciples right now he's talking to a crowd about John oh in verse 7 as John's disciples were leaving Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John oh okay Mm. Yeah, John had disciples too, and John's in prison at this mm-hmm. at this point in time, and he asked his disciples to find Jesus and ask him. Wow, and Jesus' reply to that like initial question is like pretty powerful. He doesn't give them the answer. He like lets them figure it out themselves. Yeah, he just says. Just go back to John and report what you've seen. Like you, yeah, you know what you're seeing, and you guys know what's up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to explain himself. Yeah, almost like put himself on a pedestal because he's like, yeah, just look at my actions. Yeah, right? that's he, like he gets something. You to answer it for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like something I've learned in life. I feel just letting. Like, if you know the truth, 
you don't really need to prove it. It's already true. It's not going to change if, like, if people know what is real, you know? Like, the only people that you need to prove to is yourself and God, and it's like... Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times... Everything else is just noise. Yeah, a lot of times we have to, like, try to... Prove prove ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. But that's a waste of energy. And people will trust you more if you're not proving yourself all the time, I feel. Yeah. If you have to tell people that you're a good person, you're not a good person. Mm-hmm. Every time you don't say it, they'll be like, oh, I guess he's a bad person. <laughs> Every time you don't prove it, they'll be like, they'll, they'll think otherwise. But yeah. if you get into the habit of never having to prove yourself and people just finding out on their own, they'll be like, okay, like this guy is this and he doesn't have to... I just know it now. Yeah. It's like telling people, like, trust me. Yeah. When that should already be their instinct to trust mm-hmm. you. Like, mm-hmm. It kind of raises a question, uh-huh. like, should I even trust this yeah. guy? When yeah. you bring it up, right? Yeah. But when you say something like Jesus did, where he's like, just look at you, the you blind decide. people are listening now, and, mm-hmm. or the blind people can see, deaf people can hear now. People yeah. who were paralyzed can walk now. Like it's hard to believe at that time there was people that actually didn't believe, you know, because of all the signs. I wonder what John's disciples thought, because they probably tracked like night and day to see Jesus, and all he says is like, "What do you guys think?" <laughs> <laughs> I think for a lot of the people back then, they didn't believe because Jesus didn't live up to their expectation of like some sort of warrior that would free them from Roman, the Roman Empire. And they kind of, maybe they did believe it, but they just didn't want it to be true. I think, yeah, it had a lot to do with like their own egos. Cause yeah. it's like, they're like, this is the this guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. But like, it kind of summarizes it from like verse 16 and down. Like, Jesus kind of is in the same position as John because he says, like, what did you come out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus didn't have anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then... What verse? In uh, 7? Mm-hmm. Or 8? Yeah. It's like, what did you go out to the desert to find? Like, why are people coming to see us? Mm-hmm. Like what do you what do you guys expect? Mm-hmm. You guys yeah. expect people in fine clothes, dress super nice. Like no, it's just regular people who are doing super super stuff. Yeah, real ones. What do you guys think about verse sixteen and down? Like I think it has a lot. To what can I compare this generation? They're like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling out to others we played the pipe for you and you did not dance we sang a a dirge and you did not mourn for John came neither eating nor drinking and they say he has a demon Mm. the son of man came eating and drinking and they say here is a glutton and a drunkard a friend of tax collectors and sinners but wisdom is proved right by their, their deeds. I think um, he's basically calling out everyone who is asking 
almost like evidence from them. Like they they have an expectation because mm. someone yeah. who's playing the flute for you, someone you'd expect them to dance. Because in my book, this is flute, but yours is pipe. But, mm-hmm. like, they're... It's like they set up... Yeah, they're setting them up to, like, test them in a way. Yeah, like, if I do this... Yeah, they're setting them up with an expectation of what they expect them to be like. Yeah. And then when the part where it says, For John came neither eating nor drinking, everyone... Claim that he was something that he's not. Yeah. And then the son of man, he did the opposite, but they still called him names and mm-hmm. yeah. stuff. So at this point, there's like no pleasing people. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a it's a generation of people who are like have such high expectations, but even when you meet them, they'll exceed their expectations and still find something to pick on. Yeah. yeah. It's goes back to like Matthew 7 where they're talking about judging others it's like they they judge Jesus and John by the specks in their eye but don't see the plank in theirs yeah we talked about that in church too yeah it's uh it's just the world we live in yeah it's very uh Relatable today's generation mm-hmm. as well. I like when I hear that thing about the children playing the pipe and uh, singing. I think of yeah, like our generation, how we we do something and we expect something back. Like we're mm-hmm. not doing something just to do it. Like it's like almost like giving a gift to expect something, a gift back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, like, you, that's not the way to do things like you the way you do things is to just be like yeah, to it. just do it mm-hmm. because you feel you you need to do it not because you want something in return yeah oh my goodness I'm just gonna answer this who is that I don't know it's gonna have to be Catherine hello Sorry about that, guys. Felix had to pick up the uh, phone call. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. Um, yeah, so... Keep reading? Yeah, let's keep reading. Uh, should I keep reading? Or? I'll read this one. It's pretty short. Woe on unrepented cities... Verse 20, then Jesus began to denounce the cities in which most of his miracles had been performed because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes but I tell you it will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you and you Capernaum will be lifted up to the skies 
Will you be lifted up to the skies? No, you will go down into the depths. If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Sodom, it would have remained to this day. But I tell you that I, that it will be more bearable for Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. Wow. We just learned in church what woe meant. And it's like almost like the, bridging on like a curse word. <laughs> yeah. Like woe. It's like profanity back then. So Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Those are... Mm-hmm two places that were supposed to be like the worst of the worst yeah right? mm-hmm. and he's saying that it'll be even worse for you on the day of judgment Capernaum why did he call Chorazin and Bethesda or Bethsaida Bethsaida are th- those are two different towns cities mm-hmm. yeah that, did he do something to them I think he's been like working with them, like performing miracles, but yeah. they're not receiving it. Like they're not like they're just like taking in the miracles and they're like okay, mm. and not being like changed by it, repenting oh. for their sins. Yeah. Uh, he's saying if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, which I'm guessing are two different cities, mm-hmm. they would have repented long ago. In sackcloth and ashes. In that one video that we watched, sackcloth means like very, very like minimal type of outfit, and that's what people wore back mm-hmm. then to kind of show that they give everything up to God mm-hmm. and only wear like the most minimal. It's like a potato sack looking yeah. thing. Right? Yeah, and they we put should... like ashes on it. We should come up with like a shirt made out of sackcloth. And a, uh, a gel that has ashes in it. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they buy one, just throw ashes. Ooh. At them. It'll give it like a matte finish so it doesn't look too shiny. Draw a like cross. So bad. <laughs> ashes. I mean, that'd be interesting. Sackcloth looks like what they. It's like so touchy. Yeah, that's what they bag rice in. Yo. Oh, right? Oh. Right? That almost feels like like plasticky, though. Psychoth. The rice bags. Well, it probably is different from what it is back then. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Like... Unrepentant towns. He's hating on them. Woe to you, Corazin. I just wasted my time here because you guys haven't <laughs> repented. Yeah. Well, he's not hating. That's like. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Like that's. Yeah. I that's think the a, severity of the situation. We kind of answered that. Like he's kind of going on like the, 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 the message that we were talking about before about like, how could you not like repent after mm-hmm. seeing god like perform all these miracles yeah in those times like there were so many unexplained things even science wise but i feel like in the spiritual realm too there was it was kind of more mm-hmm. crazy crazy i think yeah. like when he talks about cities you could think of a body of people and then narrow it down to just individual people yeah. like 
how an individual will get so many blessings but still fail to like repent you know mm-hmm. is a uh, you could see here that like Jesus gets really frustrated by that yeah and we should like feel compelled to repent when we count our blessings because if he were to bless someone else with that they would easily yeah repent they yeah. would be so thankful for it versus True. like us as individuals we get so many blessings in comparison to other cities or body of people or individuals and yet we do not feel the same thankfulness as they would if they were to receive what we yeah. died mm-hmm. you know, so it kind of grounds me that way because yeah. like there's times where I'm not thankful for what I have and oh, yeah, I feel guilty like a lot of people face that and it's a good reminder so I think maybe that's what he was trying to get across in this in this message mm-hmm. like don't feel like just because I helped you now that you don't have to ask for help anymore or that you don't have to yeah like give your life up for me because you've already gotten what you asked for yeah man ah yeah it's a trip it's a trip because like I don't know this last week was like almost on the bridge of me just like not feeling like I needed anything you know Mm -hmm. I got like had like things already taken care of Mm -hmm. like I didn't really need it was getting to a point where I I can't really say I never really needed God but it was getting to a point where I thought I was just ignoring him in a way Mm -hmm. because I didn't feel like I needed him Mm -hmm. and I don't know I, I read a few verses like even in like Revelation that really struck me uh, talking about like seven different churches and there's like one church being like lukewarm and saying that like you say that you're rich you say you don't, you don't need God anymore and it was yeah. kind of like woe to you and it like I don't know just really made me feel mm-hmm. away interesting and this yeah. kind of touches up on the same point. Yeah. The way that you put it, yeah. For mm-hmm. sure, like... Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that's a kind of a cool saying. Woe to you. Kind of, like, makes you think. Like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa. Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, <laughs> woe to you is, like, shame on you. Yeah. But, like deeper than that yeah it strikes harder shame on you for not yeah I think every time they (laughs) yeah yeah every time like woe to you is like brought up in the bible I think it really uh it should challenge us to like see if we're in that you know yeah to see if he's talking about us Mm -hmm. because a lot of times he is <laughs> like yeah. we never really realize it until yeah. we have to like com- compare or just like I don't know put ourselves in, in their shoes yeah I hope I'd be one of the ones to just like full out go ham and repent like the moment I see Jesus but it's hard to know like what 
the other people are going through in the in those times like what they've seen I don't know I just feel like it was different back then so it's easy for us to be like oh we'd definitely be one of these people yeah yeah I know but God is he's doing this out of love like warning them mm-hmm. yeah he could have said nothing and had them like suffer through it yeah. whatever's hap- gonna happen to them it's kind of like woe to you like get straight now and he's like given us the same tools mm-hmm. a lot simpler than what they had yeah and then people still struggle to find God mm-hmm. it just blows my mind they think that they can just go through life on their own Mm -hmm. I get that too though when I'm like super busy and consecutive days I like Mm. laying in my bed I'm like whoa I haven't like talked to God (laughs) like in that whole time when I've been stressing out and stuff it's like I should have like in those times I should be more connected to God but in those a lot of the time I I like lose contact with him and I try to do everything myself and I just get more and more stressed (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think this like gap between our last Bible study and now like a lot has happened yeah it's interesting to hear everyone's kind of story of what's been happening yeah and it shows that like without Bible studies like it kind of gets a little chaotic yeah (laughs) I need that refresh yeah definitely a refresh feel like it's like a I get a high man I get like a high like I feel like I'm, like I'm on a high like every time we do this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like a different feeling like everything is woke more, yeah more woke I feel like everything's in place everything I'm doing mm-hmm. is like for a reason again like, yeah just that last part that we were talking about just I don't know man just definitely so relevant to like today mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many times where God has shown miracles in my life, and I always like disregard nice. it, you know. <laughs> and then you like forget about it. And you forget about it, and you don't repent, and you don't you just continue. You just continue your life, even though you're not like physically struggling. Like, it doesn't mean you know, like you don't like communicate with God. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, I think it's important to, like, not only communicate with God when you feel like you need to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just do it as a regular yeah. thing. Mm. Definitely. Interesting. That's like any relationship. Like, yeah. Like, your teammates, your, your coach, your... Your parents. Your parents, your... Spouse. Spouse significant other it's uh, important to keep that constant communication so why aren't we doing that with God you know mm-hmm. the most like important relationship in our lives because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if you could have that communication then and why do we keep sinning and why do we keep doing things that we know that is wrong yeah mm-hmm. when we know that's gonna only hurt the relationship uh-huh. that we have with other people and with God mm-hmm. every time you do something you know you're not supposed to you push God out of the picture yeah and you just focus on what's 
what are you feeling today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a good reminder for us, and I hope it was a good reminder for everyone. Yeah. Um, just just talk to God and be thankful for what He's given you so far. Yeah. Yeah. Or woe to you, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> a little off topic, but when Drake had that verse, like, I was running through the six with my woes. Oh. Is that like... And then he says, like, you know how that shit goes? Yeah. It's like, maybe he knows, like... That's my problem. He's very shameful about what he's doing, but he's been running through the six with it. Maybe. it's oh, true. Drake be struggling. Yeah. Everyone is Drake. hating on him recently. I feel. Go watch this podcast. <laughs> Listen to it. Drake, if you're listening, you can join our next podcast. <laughs> yeah, just don't worry. We got you, brother. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, thank you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We hope that. You feel the same energy that we do when we do these podcasts because it truly gets us on a new high. (laughs) But it's time to get back to the grind. So, hope to see you guys here again listening to us figure stuff out. Thank you for listening, though. Yeah, thank you for listening. You guys made it this far. You guys are awesome. All right. Peace out. Peace. Peace.